0: This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank
1: with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9 26
0: to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank.
1: Mayor Michael Kerr, um, having a look at the agenda today, a very important one first off, and that was the air services, a helicopter pad at Mowbray. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? And it was good that it went through. You, you voted to go ahead with this. Well, I
0: believe it's good. You know, it's a really important part of the Wangetti Trail. Um, It's not a commercial tourism helicopter usage. It's going to be for the building of the Wangetti Trail and then for maintenance at a later stage. So where exactly is this, if you can explain it? So as you're going down the highway, you come to a 100 kilometre area and you'll notice there's two very cleared blocks of lands, one on the right hand side, one on the left hand side. This is on the left hand side block, just before you get to the actual corner where you see the yield point sign. Now the applicant went through, um, the staff looked at all the different concerns that came in from the community consultation on that application. Um, they went and spoke to professionals in that field as far as environmental concerns go and how to deal with them. And they put those conditions within the report. So. You know, we can't ask for more than that because, you know, obviously, if we put conditions on it and then the councillors knock it back, you know, he can take that to court also, and the judge will look at it and say, Well, they've been fair and reasonable, they've put conditions on all these environmental concerns. Um, there's no reason why this shouldn't have gone through. So, that's also something that sits with us. but. I was very happy with the the fact that the staff, you know, did go through the environmental concerns. They've put conditions there that they have to abide by. And of course, you know, we know what this shire is like. People will be watching them. They will be making sure that they're adhering to the conditions that are in place. And if they don't, then of course, council will deal with that.
1: You were talking about environmental issues. What were they? Well, one
0: of them was the dugons, of course, because there is seagrass there. Um, but as the planner said, you know, the tides there are very large. So a lot of the time these helicopters will be taking off. Tides will be out. Um, so they won't be affected by that point. And then they've put height restrictions on, so they have to get to a certain height before they can go across. If they happen to see any, they can't go within 500 metres of it. There's, there's different conditions have been put in place to protect them so they're not disturbed. Of course, your native birds and all that down there as well. Um, a couple people have compared it to the paws and claws site, which is incorrect. There's not cassowaries down there. The paws and claws property got blocked because there was some um, plants there that could sustain and feed a cassowary if one had. Happened to be there and that was the issue there with that one you know so we're quite confident that the conditions on this application are enough to sustain what needs to be done and we're happy for it to go ahead
1: okay a development change at 24 Macrossan street now i think one of the councillors said it was an eyesore and the other one said it was uh, horrible the balcony there so we're getting a new shop in there or shops
0: well that's right everyone knows mango jams of course it was an iconic restaurant for many many years as i stated in the meeting yeah, you know, and people have got a great love for mangoes because at some point most people that live here work there or they certainly dined there, um, so some great memories. But it's been empty now for quite some time. They did try to regenerate it, but didn't work. Um, and so the uh, owner has sold it, of course, to these new people, and they're willing to develop it. So they're going to turn it into three single shops um, that will come straight to the edge of the street footpath with a nice verand area so people can walk past not getting wet out of the sun, etc. Looks, you know, very fashionable suits port douglas and will be three great new shops for the main street
1: we don't know what's going into those shops yet not just yet no okay no that's fine just asking i thought you might have had you know a crystal ball safe places in mossman this is incredibly important for for people who are suffering domestic violence Absolutely, and this
0: was just a condition that we had to put a governance over the the block uh, with the uh, federal government who's funded it, and that's now just the paperwork done for that for that to occur. It's heartbreaking to see some of these issues that happen in this shire and we have got one of the highest percentages in the state and to have somewhere here in our shire finally so that you know when they're affected they don't have to get dragged down to Cairns where they're away from family they're away from friends kids can't get to school all those things so and that really is important that you stay in your local area when these things
1: occur so very happy with it. Warners Bridge construction project $938,277 a lot of money but Gee, work needed. Absolutely. It's a bridge that's well been in need of some love and care and she's finally going to get it and that'll
0: make it, you know, a new bridge for people to absolutely have access through, especially with wet seasons, etc.
1: Then we came to Water and Wastewater Quarterly Report. Now that, uh, you know, just went through as per normal. But then we heard Level 1 water restrictions to begin tomorrow Wednesday.
0: That's correct. So it does limit when you can uh, water with irrigation systems. Um, But yeah, it's still at the slightest end so far. Um, We hope that the weather is going to turn very soon and we're going to have some rain. That's what's expected. Um, So that uh, limitation of having that won't be for too long.
1: Disaster management report?
0: You know it's something I really want people to read you know it's worthwhile downloading and see what this council does to prepare be ready and is able to do if there's a disaster and that's what this report is for it shows from the start to the finish as far as disaster management goes and it's well, well worth a read.
1: Then we went on to corporate credit card policy you fixed all that up a uh, principal place of residence I'm not quite sure what that was about.
0: It, it was just a, a glitch within what we'd already passed in the planning scheme and that was just to attach a little line in there for the planning scheme because there were certain areas where you know, it wasn't quite fitting in right with the planning and the billing and the accounts and that they just had to fix that up and that's been done now.
1: That's for people who are
0: ratepayers in the... Who are ratepayers in the Shire, that's correct.
1: Then we had the financial report and Tara Colleen said that the ferry had lost $171,000. Now that is I guess that is of some concern but there is hope that that will be recouped in the future.
0: Well exactly as everyone knows you know this is normally the busy period and of course our accounting department accounts for that being busy and getting revenue during that period which hasn't occurred. So we are looking forward to this announcement now that the borders should be opening on the 17th of December and it's really important that yeah, we make the most out of that. So January, which is normally accounted for as a quieter month, we presume will be very, very busy because I'm quite sure a lot of people will be wanting to get out of Melbourne and Sydney and New South Wales, Victoria, get up here, have a holiday, refresh themselves. And of course, they'll be using the ferry and that should generate
1: more income then than what we anticipated. So therefore, hopefully that'll catch up a bit. Kaching, kaching. That'll be fantastic. Uh, the Christmas period, uh, council closed down 24th of December to Tuesday, the 4th of January. Council meeting dates, you had that, operational plans. Now, then you came to the report from the CEO. Now, taking part in that, of course, was Mark Stormer. And uh, we've got to give credit to Mark for that because it was a great report and uh, he was at the helm, CEO-wise, that is, at that particular time.
0: Absolutely. So majority of that period,
1: Mark was at the helm of
0: the council. So credit where credit's due. Absolutely, that's correct. You know, he was here, so he has to be acknowledged as part of that report as well.
1: And that probity uh, investigation as well, he came up very well in that. And I pointed that in out in my editorial that uh, when they looked at how he'd handled it, the ferry spot on. Exactly.
0: The probity audit, and I'm hoping people are actually taking notice of it, you know, it very clearly shows that the CEO and the staff did the right thing, they had a right process, they had a right um, concerns as far as everything that they did from start to finish was done correctly. And that's extremely important. You know, it was done within the legal frameworks that we have. It was done within the appropriate times that we could do things. You know, So it's it's a read that's well worth reading. Um, I'm still arguing at the moment with solicitors as far as releasing further data in it. I believe that it is in the public interest to know. The negotiations have finished, and I think that that information should be in the public realm as well. So I will keep you posted as that comes along.
1: Deputy Mayor agrees with you, Lisa who originally brought up the motion to do that investigation. Housing shortage. Now, Councillor Nolly actually came up with a really quite a detailed report in the fact that in three-month period, 48 people in total were looking for houses for one reason or another. So we have a housing shortage here, yet Council knocks back development on a rural block, which you did at the last meeting. Yeah, You
0: know, as we stated, we're we're bound by different schemes, different layers, and different plans. You know, we're it's unfortunate that we have a lot of rural blocks that are covered under the state planning scheme as well. That, you know, we just we'd get a slap across the wrist if we even looked at doing it, and they'd reverse it on us because it doesn't sit within the plan that was approved. So we are pushing very heavily to get that plan updated. You know, there hasn't it's been ten years since it was looked at. It's well overdue. We need to get the state plan reassessed. So when things like that come up, we know that we can say, OK, well, that block is appropriate. We can subdivide that one because the other blocks around it are all subdivided anyway. It's going to fit. You know, and that, that's something the, this council should be able to do. Um, it would be the right thing to do. It gives us more rural blocks that you know we can utilise for people that wish to go to a bigger property, freeze up units, etc. in the town so that we get more employees in those places. You know, it's really important that we, we do look at... All aspects, the retirement especially, I've always been a big push to get these retirement villages in because at least then these people that are taking up units, which you know isn't appropriate living for a retiree, they can get out to one of these retirement villages where they can live in an appropriate living condition that's safe for them, that's easy to get around, local communities, and that frees those units up as well for employees that need to work in the town.
1: And not that you're not doing something already. You've got Craigley and some other places too where at least we're getting some more housing going. We
0: certainly are. We, we, you know, we're pushing as hard as we can to get these um, estates in and running. Um, you know, these things take time though. You know, we're looking at a, at a council that you know, we had less than 300 properties you know, between when we de-amalgamated in 2019, came onto the books. So there hasn't been a lot of you know, property development here in the past. And, you know, we're feeling that now because, you know, if properties like across the highway, for example, which I was pushing when I first got in um, as a councillor, you know, five years, six years ago, they would be built, you know, we'd be having extra residential properties there. We wouldn't be having this issue now. So we are suffering for it, but we're working as quick as we can. Um, I know there's another estate opening up at Kuya. Hopefully we'll get the other one done in Craig Lee soon. Um, You know, I'd love to see Mossman also open up more. So we've got more housing in this state there, Um, but we're working on all those things now. So, you know, this is temporary, we shall move on, we shall fix it. And I will say, you know, this isn't something new. You know, I remember, you know, it was only a couple of years ago, um, we had uh, a film being made here as a mini-series, The Pacific, and we had no accommodation. Yeah, you know, there was nothing here. Everything was full. You know, we've had other occasions where I've had people come up to me and, you know, they're both working full time. They've got an 11 year old girl and they're living in a tent in someone's backyard because they couldn't find somewhere to live. And you know, this is not a new thing and something that needs to be fixed this time. But, you know, we have to be conscious that we need facilities. We need to have sewerage. We need to have water to cater for all these things as well. So it is a slow process. It's you know, a process we have to think through properly but we're working on it and we want to make it happen. One more meeting for the year? One more meeting for the year, that's correct, and then we get to Christmas again. Who would have thought it's come along this this fast? You know, it'll be Easter before we know it. Okay, Mayor Kerr, thank you. Thank you very much.